You're listening to Talk to the Experts. I'm Wayne Nelson. My guest today in studio, Sherry McMillan from McMillan Estate Planning. A reminder that the McMillan team will be hosting two virtual webinars, Wednesday, November 23rd at 6.30 p.m. and again on Wednesday, December 7th at 6.30 p.m. You'll need to register ahead of time, though. Just contact McMillan Estate Planning. The number is one 833 266-6464 during weekday office hours or check out the website at mcmillanestate.com. Sherry, before the break, we were talking about one of the more advanced tax planning strategies that are available uh, for people to uh, help offset some of the uh, initiatives that we're going to be expecting in the, uh, in the spring budget. Uh, and the first one was the maximum tax actuarial range. I know that in the past we've talked about this as MTAR, a lot easier to remember. Um, and we also said that uh, uh, McMillan uses case histories quite a bit. And is there a case history, a case study uh, that you can relate pertaining to MTAR? Certainly. Um, one of my most lovely families, I'm so blessed with all the families I have the opportunity to work alongside Wayne, but this particular family I found very joyful because uh, they were blue collar, so they had created um, quite a substantial estate. It was a humble uh, plumber, to be honest, and his wife, and she was a stay-at-home mom. But they saved a little bit of money every year, and they would buy a new property in Calgary. So, And they ended up with a pretty substantial rental pool. And because they had done so well during their working career, their two kids went off to university. Um, one started, studied social uh, working, and then another studied law. So we had, you know, two two really successful children, a successful family, humble, you know, worked hard to get where they are. And so when I met with them, what they wanted is they wanted to transfer the real estate pool to their son that was the lawyer because they felt that he had the capacity and understanding to run the business on a go-forward basis. But his sister, his sibling, uh, wasn't interested in the business whatsoever. She didn't have a business mind. She just wanted to help in the community. And so uh, she actually left Calgary and went to another province to do some, you know, really philanthropic work. So we have a bit of a conflict then, obviously, in this family, because let's say mom and dad pass, how do they split this asset base? And this is such a common story, Wayne, where you have a family business, one child's in it, one child's not. You love both of them. What do you do? Yeah, and maybe one of them is uh, a little bit more interested in the financial aspect than than the other one. Yeah, so I worked with them, and what they decided would be fair uh, along, you know, with some counseling was what we would do is we would evaluate the business today because the son was going to carry it on into the future, and so he was going to take the business risk by doing that. And so what we said is, okay, the business was evaluated here you're going to find this hard to believe, like a little plumber family, but their whole real estate portfolio evaluated at $50 million. So they had done exceptionally well. They certainly had. So the son was going to take on the project of managing the business and so forth. And obviously, if you try and buy out your sister at $25 million upon parents passing, that's pretty difficult to do without liquidating half the business. Yeah, and you don't want to do that because that's the whole goal was to help provide this legacy. That's right. So what we did is we used the maximum tax range in this family. And at that time, the maximum tax range was around 13 million of the 50. And now that value has doubled is what has happened because they've lived long enough, thankfully. And so now we have a tax-free benefit we can pay out to the sister of 25 million upon mom and dad's passing. And none of the real estate needs to be sold. And so it's a very... Um, 
exceptionally effective use of planning in order to take care of these families' goals and objectives. So now we're not only able to preserve the family business, the daughter will be paid properly and her fair share out. And then she's set up all kinds of charities and she's up to some wonderful work. So you can see how these are just tools to meet your family's objectives and goals. So that's where we start from is what are those goals and objectives, but what are the tax opportunities that we can employ to make sure they come to fruition? And so um, gratefully, I, I want to share the end result of this family. Now, they went through the boom in Calgary, so, um, you know, and they've, they've lived quite a long time. But I remember the moment that they reached 100 million of assets. Wow. We had a big party. They celebrated. The, the daughter laughed and said her brother should donate more to charity. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, but, that's a big part of, of estate planning, though, too. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. Absolutely. But I, I share it as a success story because what they've done is they've utilized opportunities that Canada provides for us in tax planning to you know, bring their dreams and goals and their life's work to fruition and, and create the legacy they were looking for. And so... You know, as you say, it has to be customized, but we have these wonderful opportunities to make sure we're preserving what we're building. All right. The second more advanced uh, tax strategy, uh, Sherry, is estate freeze. And this is something that has really got my interest, and we've talked about this many times on the show. So let's go over it again. Yeah. So one of the privileges that we have is to do some generational planning. And so what we can do in Canada is we can evaluate our businesses and our assets today. And so let's say we evaluate everything we own and it's worth $10 million. We can then build a family trust and transfer that wealth to the trust. And the trust will then acquire all the future growth on those assets. So if the estate goes from $10 million in your lifetime all the way to $20 million before you pass on, you don't owe tax on your estate on the full $20 million. Instead, you only owe tax on the amount you froze at, which was $10 million. So this is a substantial benefit to families when they have affluence. And our rule of thumb in the office is estate freezes should be considered once your net worth hits 5 to $10 million. Because regardless of how wealthy families become, I have found that they never spend more than that if they're a first generation of money. So... You know, it's interesting, but in our office, the mean of income stream is around 250 to 350, despite how wealthy anyone is. That's all they look for. <laughs> right. So, you know, they're not wasteful. So we think that the estate freeze technique will come into place around that five to $10 million mark. Now, what people, the two reasons people wouldn't do it, in my experience, or the resistant, they presume that they have to pay tax now then, if they do this transaction now. And the answer is no, you don't. We still defer the tax until the last spouse passes. So we're not prematurely paying the tax. We don't owe the tax today at all. And then the second reason that they are obviously resistant is generally uh, families that are successful and have done well financially have a lot of control issues. They're A-type personalities. (laughs) And so they don't want to pass the reins to the kids yet. They want to be in their driver's seat. And one of the great parts about a state freeze work today that we do is you get to be because you can be the trustee. So it's as if you're still the president of your whole estate. So you do not have to go forego control and you don't have to pay the tax now. And so to me, there's no really no downside to an estate freeze. It's just a lot of people aren't even aware they could do this. You can do this on real estate, Wayne. You can do this on stock portfolios. You can do it on family business. I mean, there's really not a limit of what we can do it around. And so, again, anybody that has those types of high net worths, this is a wonderful technique. Now, we can always reset as well. Uh, 
from what I remember from our previous conversations, and that's also an advantage. That's right. So let's presume, um, because we're all aware that there might be a real estate drop next year, for example, potentially. So let's say we froze our real estate portfolio at $10 million today, and then next year it happens to drop to $9 million. Then we just refreeze at the new level, at the lower value, so that we can take advantage of the fact that we're freezing at the lowest mark in our entire estate value in our lifetime as possible. So obviously we would want to freeze at 10 if we can freeze at 9. So next year we would refreeze it. So you're not ever going to be limiting yourself based on how markets fluctuate. Um, you can always refreeze to make sure you're optimizing the lowest value so you pay the lowest amount of tax in your estate when you transfer it. And that's why the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. Because and it really, I mean, that's a simple way of doing it, but it comes down to that knowledge, right? Because there are, the affluent people have access to this kind of information, which you're now disseminating on the radio. So everyone, there's no excuses anymore, folks. Uh, you should be taking advantage of these kind of tax planning strategies as they apply to your own particular situation. Not to uh, date myself, Wayne, but, you know, I've almost been doing this for 30 years now. And I remember in the early days when we did radio and so forth, uh, there was zero awareness of these opportunities. So we were really very much not an estate planning firm, in my opinion. We were an educator because people didn't know what these even op opportunities were. So I think, you know, we've become more advanced. All right. We're going to pause for a break and we'll hit that third uh, advanced planning strategy when we come back. The McMillan team will be hosting two virtual webinars, Wednesday, November 23rd at 6.30 p.m. and Wednesday, December 7th at 6.30 p.m. To register, simply contact McMillan Estate Planning at 1-833-266-6464 during weekday office hours or visit their website for more information at mcmillanestate.com. Sherry McMillan from McMillan Estate Planning is my guest today and we'll be back to wrap things up on Talk to the Experts. <music> 